Hey, I'm Brock with Brock Entertainment. And I'm Amanda with Amanda Reed Weddings. And this is the I Do IQ podcast, where each and every week we're going to be discussing the latest in wedding and event trends. And we're going to let you know all the things that you need to know in order to make your event the most special. Yeah, and in the end, you will have the best wedding and event experience ever. And something tells me we're going to have a little fun along the way. I don't know about that. I'm a pretty serious guy, Amanda. And this is a serious topic, so... Only seriousness. Serious business. This is the I Do IQ podcast. Let's begin. Welcome to the I Do IQ podcast. I'm your host, Brock, with... Amanda. Amanda. We've been talking about this podcast for over a year now. Well, okay, let's be honest. Okay. You've been talking about it, and now you've finally (laughs) broken me down and got me to agree to it. So originally, let's get the backstory on this. Originally, it was supposed to be a TV show. I don't remember that conversation. Yes, the whole thing was going to be a TV show. (laughs) And they were going to cut that up into a podcast. And then I just drug my feet and it was a lot more work than uh, we had both anticipated. You've broken me down finally, though, I guess. And (laughs) now we're behind a mic. We're recording this intro podcast right here. And we're going to talk about ourselves because we're in the wedding industry. And this podcast is for people who are in the wedding industry, wedding vendors or couples that are thinking about getting married. Yeah. So it fits two purposes or anybody who just likes weddings in general. Love but who it. just likes weddings? I mean, I have had people ask me if they could be professional wedding crashers before. They're like, put me on your list. I'd like to know. I, you, I know you need hot guys at weddings to dance with the girls. <laughs> right. Can I be your crashers? I've had that asked before. But do they... Based their uh, their asking off of movies they've seen. Totally. Because yeah. it's like they think I'm like J Lo. They think I'm J Lo with the earpiece, and I'm like, it's so not how that. No, goes. not yeah. even a little bit. And everyone's <laughs> like, man, uh, when you DJ, is it a lot like uh, uh, wedding crashers? Like, n- no. I've never once no. had a wedding crashers moment. Maybe I'm a horrible DJ, but that's not real life, right? <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's, I know. It's and true. the the multitudes of beautiful women that are in every scene. That's not real it's life. Not real life. And if they are beautiful, they are married. That's true. So. That is true. Or, yeah. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, you're right. <laughs> so basically this podcast, so we're going to delve into everything in the industry. We're going to talk to photographers and other vendors, uh, videographers, uh Wedding venue owners and wedding planners. And you are a wedding planner. I am a wedding planner. And I am a DJ. You are. So, and we've been in the business. I've been in the business over 15 years. How have long you really? have you been? Um, I'm yeah. at about, I don't even know. I'm, I'm about seven or eight years probably. Because I was at one of the first weddings yeah. that you planned. Because I, I think I have a picture of it somewhere. <gasps> Do you really? Wasn't wasn't it in uh, Rogers at the Embassy? I think it might have been. Wow. Yeah, I, think I do have, have a picture. Yes. Unfortunately, and they're still married, right? Are they? I, I think they I don't are. keep in contact. <laughs> I do. I, I'm the DJ. I don't have that. That's true. You don't have interaction. That yeah. Once the wedding is over, yes, I'll send a thank you card, and then yeah. I'm done. I, well, mean, I need. To, I should. I should clarify that the vast majority of our couples are still married. I do I know say. that. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. there's only say. been two or three couples that I've done two different weddings for. Oh, I've never done. I've never gotten the repeat. Yeah, I've, I've never got gotten repeat. the repeat. Man, we loved you the first time. Let's have Just, you back. That didn't work out. It wasn't yeah. your fault, but yeah. That's interesting. No, I've I've only had, well, I had one where the couple broke up, but I, and I told when the bride, when she told me the story, they had just mailed invitations and everything and had to retract all this. And we spent all this time undoing what we had done. Yeah. And I just said, you know, I understand. Let's just, let me be your first call whenever the, whenever you find Mr. Right. And I was, so I didn't get to, it wasn't a dual wedding, like, or, you know, repeat yeah. wedding, but it was like planning a second wedding with her. Have you ever had a groom hit on you? No. 
Okay, that's Groom's good. man is a different well, yeah, story. That's, that's a given, I guess. But yeah, <laughs> but not a groom. Never a groom. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. Sometimes, sometimes I have a better rapport with the groom. Yeah. Not most of the time the bride and I bond really well, but sometimes you know the groom has just kind of a quirky sense of humor or something, and yeah, you know maybe the bride's a little bit concerned about certain things, and you know I can kind of see through and and talk to him in ways that I can't talk to the bride. Yeah. But yeah, no, no, I've never had a, never had a really awkward encounter with that. No. So we got a lot of stories that we're going to get to throughout this podcast. So many stories. I've been a part of probably, oh my gosh, close to a thousand weddings. Gosh. Just I because I can do two or three in a weekend. Right. When, I right. mean, yeah. How, what's the most in a weekend you've been able to do? Company wide, we can tackle three. Me right. personally, one. One. Okay. Like I, it's just, it's exhausting yeah. because it's, you know, it's an 18 hour day at best. Uh-huh. And, you know, the way I feel on a Sunday morning, I want to, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm zonked. I'm, no, z- I'm right. out. I'm out. I have nothing left to give. So two in a weekend is rough. Yeah. Rough, rough, rough. I have done that a couple times and that stuff. But yeah, I'd say, gosh, if I were to add up my, I need to add up my number and see where I really am. But say, you know, 15 to 20, because there were a couple of years where I did pretty heavily and I've really scaled back now, you know, and try to spread out the work with my company a little bit better than just myself taking it all on. But I probably, oh my gosh, I needed the math on that. Three or 400. Yeah. Easily. Which is a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of weddings. It's a lot of, a lot of brain power tied up in flowers and oh, yeah. rentals and songs and playlists yep. and you know all the, the people that go into that food all that there's a lot of back and forth with a lot of with back couples. and forth a lot of back and forth so that brings me to the first question getting to know brock and amanda so yeah. let's get to know you first so you've been in the wedding industry you said about seven years mm-hmm. what were you doing before you got in it's a really good question i love telling i love telling the story and I, why did you get and in why i kind yeah. of fell into it honestly okay. so um a little bit of background on me my my degree is interior design mm-hmm. i graduated from the University of Arkansas. And I actually loved what I did, but I was working in Bentonville had opened, I didn't open the furniture store, but I had become kind of the buyer and principal designer for a furniture company and loved it until I didn't. And right. I was like driving to Bentonville twice a day, you know, well, they're in home every day. It was a lot of, this is when they were building the bypass and mm-hmm. it's still difficult. It wasn't easy drive, you know, that extra 30, 45 minutes of commute, which I know, I know we're so lucky, <laughs> it is, you know, but that, that was, it added a lot onto my day. Right. And I would call my mother every day and oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. This is not, why don't you teach? Okay, well, so I got my non-traditional licensure. I taught for a few years, and I really so loved it. Where did it. you teach? I taught at Springdale High School. Oh, okay. I did. I taught. What did you teach? Family and consumer sciences. What? Uh-huh, I did. I, I taught family and consumer sciences. So home ec is what. See, we I'm learning everything. Right did you not now. know this about I, me? I don't know very much about you at all. Oh, yeah, I'm, <laughs> like I'm an past, enigma. Your past life, I have no idea. That's so funny. No, I yeah. So my that's my my past life is that I was a high school teacher for a few years, and now oddly enough, I've married several of my past students, which has been kind of fun. So they'll call Miss Reed. Yeah. <laughs> so Miss Reed to do their wedding. But so, doesn't that make you feel old? Super old. Like, yeah. Hey, you're funny, not though, old enough to get married. Right. Yeah, get out of here. I know. But now that the funny thing is, I was just a few years older than those students. And so they're my peers now. Yeah. A lot of them are my peers. I also coached the dance team. And so I was very involved in the school culture. And then I got pregnant with my first child. And okay. I was like, OK, I am not down to put my daughter in daycare uh-huh. and then go babysit somebody else's kids. Right. I wouldn't say that's I mean, that's I did a lot more than that, but that's kind of how I had to break it down. I was like, she's more important and I wanted to stay home. Uh So I basically just didn't return my contract. My husband was not on board with this at first. I was like, (laughs) I'll be fine. I'll be fine. We'll figure it out. And I did. I painted. I did kind of some, you know, I've always been artistic and have had sort of just a, a passion for that. And I was decorating homes and things like that and had a friend who owned an events business and actually the wife of a guy that worked for my husband. That's how we got to know each other. He worked for my husband and, you know, I just 
once said to her, you know, I'd love to help. If you ever need an extra set of hands, I'd love to help out on an event. And she was kind of like, okay, well, if you, if you think so, come right. on. And she brought me in. And that was one of the first weddings that we were at together. Uh-huh. Within just a very short time, she was like, okay, I don't want to do weddings anymore. I want to focus on corporate. I want to focus on nonprofit. I would like to sell you this part of the weddings. I want to sell you the wedding business. I don't want to do this anymore. The weddings piece of it. Yeah. And very quickly, this the whole thing took off. It's going to happen. It right. just kind of happened. Rebranded and things have, I mean, that's a very quick nutshell as far as how things have materialized, but that is, yeah, it was a crazy, it was a crazy, crazy time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the very, very short version of my past life. And once you get into the wedding business, it's hard to get out. That it is. Because it's so much fun. It is. And it's, while it is, especially in, in your field, a huge job. Yes. It's a very rewarding and uh, like I said, fun job. It is. It, it, it's it's harder than people think. They yeah. don't think about the number. I mean, the communication that I have between each individual vendor on every single event. I mean, I might send 20 or 30 emails just to a florist uh-huh. regarding this, not to mention all the meetings in person, the cross-checking of the rentals versus the floor plan versus, you know, the all the, the pieces. Okay, wait, which bouquet was it she loved so much? Yeah. What flower was it she hated? And, you know, trying to make sure every little detail is exactly perfect, making sure that all those vendors are in place and giving each vendor that needs it, you know, you don't need as much. You're basically like, tell me no, the you list. You send me one email. Are you good, Brock? Yep. Great. Good Thank to go. You. <laughs> I got this. And that's really, yeah. I mean, and there are vendors like that, but there are a lot that require a lot more hands-on. And so it's very time consuming. Yeah. And every bride deserves to feel that she's the only bride that mm-hmm. I'm working with. She doesn't need to feel like she's being put on hold because of somebody else's. There are times when I have to do that. I mean, I definitely have. And thankfully, most of them are understanding because they know when it's their turn, I'm going to be completely focused on them. So, you know, if I'm like, hey, I'm on a big wedding this weekend, I'll get back to you on Monday or Tuesday. Most of them are pretty great with that. Yeah. I do have occasionally somebody who'll just, you know, barrage me with texts and calls and questions. Like, but where are you? I need this answer. And I understand it though, because they feel the urgency of that. I mean, I've got a friend who is, she's got a tile company. She makes reproduction tiles. And she goes, there's no such thing as a tile emergency. And I'm like, yeah. Fair enough. I was like, but there is a wedding emergency. Right. You know, she's like, I can turn my phone off and not answer it over the weekend. She's like, I see why you can't. I see why. Same. Yeah. These things, these things completely take over people's lives sometimes. So. Well, interesting. Yeah. We're all getting to know. Getting to know. uh, Amanda. Well, tell me about you then, Brock. Let's hear your background. Uh, Well, I, I. have always been in um, into music. I've been a singer. I have a singing background. Been in radio since I was fifteen. And so when what is, I what does that mean? Since you're fifteen, were you? Actually, I worked at a radio station. Okay. I had a radio station behind my house. Oh, that's cool. That I would go and did you oh, just throw the ball over the fence and say, "Oops, can I come over?" <laughs> well, I, I met the guy at a parade in Southwest City, Missouri. Okay. And he's, "What do you want to do with your life?" But he it was a dude, so he sounded, "What do you want to do with your okay, life?" Okay, a little different. <laughs> And uh, I said, Not I want to be impressionist no, a radio DJ. And I think at that time I was like 12. He said, when you turn 14, 15, let me know. And I'll give you a job. So I did. And I wasn't like on the air or anything. We were more of a satellite station. So I did that. Went to college. After college, I got a job at Arvest Bank and then was on American Idol. And out of that, because I wanted to be in radio, but it, unless you know the right people, it's hard to get into radio. Really? So out of that, I was interviewing with radio morning shows about my experience on American Idol. This was 2005 and met a guy at a radio station and he was looking for, he had a DJ company locally and was looking for DJs. Okay. I'm like, oh, that'll, that'll be great. Never done it. Love to do it. No music. Kind of got thrown into it. My first event training, he had another one of his DJs equipment go down and I ended up DJing the whole 
event. Really? I was never trained or anything. It was kind of, yeah, it was kind of crazy. Okay. And I remember the first wedding I did with him. Never had done a wedding. Never had really <laughs> been to a wedding. Sink or swim. The wedding, it was at the old Clarion in Bentonville. Uh-huh. Lasted two hours out oh of five. Gosh. Because the couple were like, hey, we, we want to get out of here. We don't want to have a party. We just want to go. Okay. Okay. And they did their first dance and all 300 people that were there were like, all right, we're going to do a send off. And the wedding was over. Oh my goodness. And wow. that was my first experience in, in weddings. So the only reason I, so at a, after, after meeting that guy and starting DJing for him, I got a job at the radio station he worked at. Interesting. Which was Hot Mix at the time. Got a morning show. And the only reason I kept DJing, besides the fact that I loved it, is to supplement my income because radio DJs do not make a lot of money. Okay. And my thing was, I have to do at least one event a month to be able to pay all my bills. Okay. And survive. Fair enough. And have a little bit of money. So I would DJ for him on the weekends uh, with his company. And then my personality and brand grew and people started asking me, hey, we want you to DJ. And so I started stealing equipment from the radio station. We had two speakers, (laughs) um, a microphone, like a a small setup, no lights, though. There were no lights. I had to buy a couple of crappy lights. Yeah. And would do events. I remember the first wedding I ever did on my own, I didn't even have a computer with a lot of music on it. I had oh an gosh. iPod. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I DJed from an iPod. I can only imagine how that And oh I made $500 at that wedding. Wow. And they thought it was great. I'm like, that was trash. <laughs> it was so bad. They loved it. And they were so happy. It was in Oklahoma. I guess they didn't know any better. And uh, <laughs> I mean, that's where the Tiger King lives. So... <laughs> Do they really know any better? Uh, sorry, all Oklahomans. Brock and, loves Oklahoma. I do. And, it, and then it kind of grew out of that. And I never meant to create a business out of it. I never meant to hire anybody. Mm-hmm. Never meant to build mm-hmm. a team. Mm-hmm. Except I booked a Sweet 16 and my main job was the radio. So whatever the radio had me do was priority. Right. And I booked a Sweet 16 for a Friday, but a radio event came up. I'm like, doggone it. So I looked through my friends. I'm like, who has a great personality? Who knows music? Who could do this? And my friend Corey, I hit him up. I said, come over to my house. I'm going to teach you how to run my computer. You're going to DJ an event. Okay. And he ended up becoming one of the best DJs ever on my team. He has since passed away, unfortunately. Yeah. But he was awesome. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And he moved to Tulsa before he passed away and became one of the biggest and best DJs there. I had no idea. In the country area. Yeah. Very interesting. This is a crazy side story, but he only started because I needed somebody to help me. Sure. And then it grew from there. Then I'm booking more and more weddings, Mm -hmm. more and more events. And like, well, there's two or three this day, you know. So I'm having to find more guys and train more guys. And then it just grew into Brock Entertainment. That is fascinating. And I I started my own company. And then it grew from two, three guys to now there's around 20 of us. But it all was just because I needed to to supplement my income. And then I loved it so much that I'm like, man, I don't want to stop doing this, Mm -hmm. even though... In this industry, you sacrifice because you don't really have weekends. Very true. And and nobody seems to understand that Monday is your only Sunday. Right. Like they back to work. Yeah. We got back to work on Monday morning. So yep. yeah. So it was. Uh, yeah. I I never meant to do this full time. It was yeah. never meant to be a career. I can relate to that. And it. Mine now, was kind of a fill. It was a fill for a little r- while. After a year or two at the after starting this at the radio station, this made way more than 
the radio station. Mm -hmm. So the radio station just became a hobby because okay. I was getting paid nothing. And then when I was finally laid off in 2011 from the radio station, it's like, oh, okay. Now I actually don't have to go into a job, which mm -hmm. is nice. Mm -hmm. I can focus more on building this. And yeah. That is amazing. Brock Entertainment happened. Brock Entertainment was born. And now we do... Three to 500 events a year, I would That's say. crazy to really wrap your brain around that. Right. Which is not just weddings, but sure. lots of charity events, yeah. lots of birthday parties, you know, anything and everything. Mm -hmm. People want music, we'll be there. We've done one-year-old birthday parties. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. Because the one-year-old doesn't really care. They're not, they're not really, yeah. But, but the still, family cares. Family cares. You've done school events for my kids. Yeah. I mean, you know, you've, you guys, you show up and you, you do the job when... When I need you. So right. that's great. I, you know, and yeah. we're always, yeah, we, we are almost always available. So we've gotten calls. Hey, the DJ didn't show up to our wedding. Can you be <sighs> here? Like when, uh, now, uh, yeah, we'll be there type of thing. I was about to call you one. I've had a situation. Uh. Once I never, I didn't have to, they showed up. I had a band that had gotten a, it was actually Stephanie's wedding and she knows yeah. the story now, but we had a band scheduled. They call me, you know, about the time they should be there getting set up. And they're like, Hey, <laughs> they're on the way from nashville we have flat tired some kind of trouble i don't know what it was we're on the side of the road we're trying to get this figured out don't know yeah. what's going on meanwhile stephanie knows what i mean she's from my team she knows she knows that things go wrong and she she knows how to read me pretty well better than anybody else and she knows something's going on but i won't tell her what and <laughs> i literally had pulled your number off on my phone and i was this close to texting you and going, okay, get here, you. please. I need just anything, yeah. anything, because I, I don't have any backup. I don't even have, there's no sound system here, even where I can plug in an iPod. Right. I just need, I need music. So yeah. Yeah. We've done that yeah. now so many times. Good to know. Brock, Brock for hire at the last minute. <laughs> well, uh, well we triples. have a lot of guys on the team. Yeah. So, and that's a blessing for that. It really right. is. Mm -hmm. The right triples when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. And if and if you're not willing to pay, then you don't really want to have a party, right? That's right. Oh my gosh. So yeah, this, uh, I, you know, I love being in this industry. It's a lot of fun in this area. Northwest Arkansas is where we both live. It's pretty tight knit. Very. Uh, you make friends with everybody and you help each other out. Mm -hmm. So very much so. Yeah. I'm excited about this podcast. I hope everybody listening is excited as well. We're going to delve into, we got so many stories because we've been a part of so many crazy stories, but we will protect the names of the innocent. Yeah. 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 For sure. Happy stories, horror stories, but you know what? The best thing about you and, uh, you know, I, I like to say our team, if there's something that happens at a wedding, the bride and groom will never know. Never about know. It. Mm -mm. Not top you, secret, you know, because a lot of weddings we don't have a wedding planner at and we have to be the makeshift wedding planner and like, well, this is happening or this is happening. OK, we'll just work okay. through it. Yeah. You know, yeah. which I totally respect. And I love that you're able to do that because I know how difficult my job is. Yeah. I don't want to add your job onto my job. So, right. I, you know, I can completely respect how difficult it is when you have to throw in an extra layer of work. Right. Sure. So we're going to help uh, other vendors with, you know, some inside knowledge. And if you're planning your wedding, you're going to learn the the traits that are uh, or the what, what's the word I'm looking for? The um, the things that know. are hot right now. Oh, trends. There trends, you go. not, not traits. traits. Trends. Like, what are, where are we going with that? Yeah, yeah we're going to learn trends. the trends, uh, which, you know, a lot about. I'm more the music guy. Yeah. Um, and we're going to help you plan your wedding. So it'll be the best possible wedding. And should you hire a planner or not? The answer is yes. It's always, always yes. It's always yes. Should you hire a DJ or a band? That's up to you. That's up to you. <laughs> I think it, but you as know what? That's you have music. Well, that's an interesting conversation though, because, you know, that's one of the very first things I talked to a couple about, you know, is like specific vendors, you know, you want to use. Yeah. And it's, I wouldn't say it's polarizing because people don't get offended by it, but it's, you know, do you like the atmosphere of a live musician or do you like 
the song as it's supposed to be played. And I think that's the big question people have to really. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's kind of what it comes down to. So, you know, I never want you to get bent because I didn't hire you for a wedding, but it's because they genuinely, it's the atmosphere of live music Mm -hmm. versus, nope, I just, I want the song as it's supposed to be. I want to hear that artist sing their song the way they're supposed to sing it. So that's truly to me, in my experience, what it's come down to. There you go. Yeah, there he is. I don't, I don't have anything for a wedding planner. Uh, Well, I'm sure you do. Do you want your wedding to run smoothly (laughs) Or do you not? <laughs> yeah. I would hope the answer to that would be smoothly. Well, I'm yeah. excited about this podcast is we're going to have a lot of fun. And uh, that's a little introduction about us. If you need anything from us, you can always uh, follow us on social. We're I do IQ podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Did you even know that? I did not know that. Now I know that. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> so you can uh, send any questions you might have. Follow us and uh, we're going to have some fun. Are you ready? Ready. All right. Let's ready. do this. Let's do this. Thanks so much for listening and make sure to subscribe and expect a new exciting episode each and every week. Please follow us on social as well at I Do IQ Podcast. If you have a guest recommendation or a topic you would like to hear discussed on the podcast, please let us know. The I Do IQ Podcast is recorded at the most amazing studio in Northwest Arkansas and by the most amazing and best looking people in all the world, Go Rogue X. You can follow them on social as well at Go Rogue X or visit them online at GoRogueX.com. They truly are amazing. And if you're looking to start a podcast, they are your go-to people. Also, a big shout out to our creative people David Kinney from Forward all the way from the great state of Michigan you can check his website out theforwardcreative.com for all your logo and design needs and for more information on Brock and Amanda please visit djbrockentertainment.com and amandareedweddings.com thank you again and we'll see you on the next episode